Hey, Nikki. Hey, Abby. And welcome back to all of our listeners to another episode of the Oak Girls podcast. Welcome. So, Nikki, I have to tell you. <laughs> Lay it on me. I had one of the worst weeks, I think, I've had in a long time. Ooh. And I swear. So, okay. I think everyone that knows me and the listeners, I'm going to cue you in. I can be somewhat of a man hater from time to time yes this is a known fact yes i've tried so hard though to recognize that i think part of my reasoning like why i'm such a man hater not the full not fully because guys can really suck sometimes we have different brains i get it we all my brain does not function like like a guy's brain i think everyone knows this but I think part of it is like because it's like my choice in men has made me a man hater. Recognizing this, I've worked so hard at not being a man hater. Because it's like, okay, like, you know, when you're always looking for a yellow car? Yeah. You're going to see a bunch of yellow cars. Yeah. So if I'm always looking for shitty guys, I'm always going to see shitty guys. So I'm trying to have a different, like, mindset. Okay. But this fucking last week, I swear to God, every single guy I think I've ever met in my whole entire life fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to tell you now the reason you're a man hater. This goes way beyond the men you date. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's why, uh, for one. And then, you know, the men that you've dated have just, and, you know, the men that the loved ones that you've dated just sprinkled that hate on. And then, you know, you're seeing white men take your rights away every day. True. So, like, if you Very hate true. men, it's understandable. But at the same time, like, it's part of life. We have to cohabitate. Cohabit- co- oh, my God. Cohabitate with them. We're stuck with them. And unfortunately, I'm attracted to them. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that the most unfortunate thing? I tell my mom, like, she fucked up my jeans so bad. (laughs) It it really is unfortunate, though, like, that... Well, I I was actually listening to a different podcast that they said that at some point, you know, the normal standard is that kids are going to be pansexual. And then at some point, they'll just, you know, distinct... They'll distinctify or like not decide because it's not a choice. But at some point in their life, they're going to figure out whether or not they're straight, gay, bi, pan, whatever. Oh, like when they're born. Yeah. So like at some point in like 20 to 50 years, heterosexuality is not going to be the standard standard yes that's the word that i'm looking for normal yeah so the normal thing is is you know everybody's gonna love everybody and you decide who you love when you love like so it it makes me want like there's been a lot of like psychological studies on this and if society didn't point you in one way you might be the other way but you wouldn't know right right and i know i think that's great though because I don't know. Like, I think it's wrong to ask little girls like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? It's like, well, like, what if they are attracted to women? That just normalizes that they should be attracted to guys. You know, and I think that like has fucked a lot of people up that like later down the road, they explore their sexuality Mm -hmm. and realize that they don't actually like guys. But I'm telling you right now, like if I wasn't attracted to men, I would be a lesbian. It would be so much easier. Yeah, and one of my friends, she tells me all the time that it's not easier with women, and I'm just upset about guys in general. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because women do do all the same things. Like, we cheat. Yeah. We go days without showering, just like men. Like, all of the things. I, I for sure do. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. I think this is the best I've ever looked when recording with you. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, same. And you look beautiful, by the way. Thank you. You do, too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It would, it would be just about the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know 
what was happening with, you know, the moon, if Mercury was in wet retrograde, but I swear I just was like about to just like punch every single guy I've ever met in my whole life. Yeah. And honestly, based on the stories I've heard, it's kind of valid. Yeah. <laughs> very valid. It is very I cried very a valid. lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, you know, I bet that someday there's going to be a person out there that's going to change your mind about everything that you ever thought about men or love or life or relationships. And right now you're at a, like a very, like everything is changing, you know? Well, I mean, I just want to clarify. It's not just like guys that I like, like it's guys that I used to like. Someone texted me out of the blue. It's like, fuck off. Unless you're apologizing, don't text me. It's my family. Okay. But in other news, um, big brother Eric helped me move my bed, my old bed. And then my mom and my sister helped me set up my new bed. And so I have been sleeping like a king. And guys, <laughs> I just laid on this cloud that she has. She keeps calling it a bed, but it's literally like you take a cloud and you put it in your bedroom and it is the greatest feeling in the whole entire world. It's the Buffy. So I got like a Buffy duvet with like the Buffy sheets. Oh my God. Game changer. I'm like sleeping in there and I'm like, I'm never leaving my bed. Like I just like tried taking a nap the other day and I'm not a napper. Didn't fall asleep. And you know, I, I wish that I could have someone break it in soon. So, you know, let's put that out there. Yeah, guys. Let's, let's, let's all say a prayer that. for Abby and hope that she gets some dick. Like, dear God, please. Tease and peas up in this, this woman. Yes. Thoughts she needs prayers. some penetration. I, too, got a new bed. Mine's not new. Mine is gently used. Have I got you, a gently used king bed. Have you personally broken in? No, that's the plan this weekend. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so literally last night, Sam was like, so when are we breaking this bed in? And I was like, not tonight. But Maybe we we'll both break our beds in this weekend. <laughs> I know. Guys, put the juju out there for us. We want to get laid in our new beds. I'm going to have to rub my crystal later. Also, shout out to Taylor because she's the one who gave me her gently used mattress. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I have a random question. If you could make $20 million just by doing one OnlyFans post, but the caveat is your vajayjay has to be in it. Fuck yeah, I'm doing it. And you have to use your actual name. Yeah. I think that's even better. Okay. <laughs> You're doing it? Like, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 20 million dollars? Right. Yeah, if my if my for 20 million dollars if my job finds out that I have a JJ picture out there, that's fine. Fuck them. Yeah. I mean, I've already invested probably 10 million of that, so <laughs> fuck yeah. I would do that in a heartbeat. I don't even know does my vagina look normal? Because, like, I, I've never really looked at my vagina, what? so I don't know what it looks like. Yeah. I know that You've a lot of never looked at your vagina? Nope. Oh, my God. You need to go home and take a mirror. I'm kind of afraid to. Why? I don't know. I just, I guess because I don't know if my vagina looks normal. Like, okay. Well, you watch porn. You know, I yeah. mean, and porn stars, like, they have, like, pretty, but I've pretty also vajayjays. Seen, but- I've also seen people that I love's vaginas and that don't look like that. They all look different. Yeah. So, like, I'm too afraid <laughs> to know what kind of vagina I have. Have you heard of the roast beef vagina? Yes, and I know someone with one. So do I. So I, yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I, like, I didn't know that was a thing until one of my friends, like, well, not, she's an old friend, ex-friend, I should say. We're, like, drunk together, and she's peeing, and she takes, which, like, is that your labia? Yes. Your labias? She takes her roast beef and just, like, pulls it up. Like way out of like the toilet seat and is like, oh, look at this. My doctor told me it was normal. I just wanted to show you because this is awkward. <laughs> is did she have kids? No. No. So she just a naturally born it's a beef thing. curtain? It's a thing. Okay. So I didn't know if I mean in my horror. Luckily, I mean, if you have a beef curtain, your beef curtains are beautiful. Yeah. It's all normal. Anything. I just like, have never like I don't have that. So 
I didn't know. And this was like before I watched porn. Yeah, I just get so self-conscious. Like whenever guys go down on even Sam, when he goes down on me, I'm like super like self-conscious because like I know what can be hiding in the curtains. You know what I mean? Like I know <laughs> little toilet paper yeah. ball up in there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember when one of my boyfriends found toilet paper and he acted like I was dying. He yeah, like, it is mortifying. Yeah, he was like, there's something stuck to your vagina and I can't get it. And he was like, I thought it was toilet paper. And so, like, I went back up and I saw it was toilet paper. And, like, I just got, I grabbed it. Like, I could feel yeah. around there. And he's like, I couldn't get it off. So, I was afraid that I would hurt you. He was like, I, was like, I thought it was part of you. Was, so was he like, like whole thing. is this an STD or something? <laughs> like, no, he said he so tried getting it off. So, like, when he said that to me, it made me wonder, like, has there been toilet paper there before? probably yeah no I know so like now that I'm an adult and I'm wiping my butt and I see that there's reminiscences of like other toilet paper from yeah. other times I get mortified that's why I keep baby wipes before I know what's gonna happen I always like take baby wipes really hard down there yeah that's a great call so I you know the toilet paper that's like really fluffy and really nice on your ass mm -hmm. I find that that's the toilet paper that gets stuck in your JJ the most oh. so I don't like using that because it's like just like the little particles just keep falling off and stick to to the, the girls yeah and that's but you know kudos to all the guys out there that are just used to it it's just like those things that we don't talk about yeah like the toilet paper reminiscence and like then it how does it not like throw off the whole entire mood they just eat it <laughs> apparently i guess like i mean I, we have to suck their dicks in a pee all over <laughs> that is true was it the, isn't there did you ever see was it on tiktok where they were like guy real men wipe their dicks after they pee so like there's two types of dudes out there there's dudes that do a little shake right That's and then like there's dudes probably that 90 percent and then there's dudes that maybe wipe over it. 90 yeah so do you what know do we, that there are guys that wipe sitting down back to front and then we where are stick these men's want women like then mothers we stick their balls in our mouths what i mean listen okay i men lick my butthole so like i'm not gonna complain <laughs> i was gonna say i was like i know someone uh, that men does this lick I, my butthole i have for sure <laughs> suck their dick <laughs> And I've licked a butthole or two before. I didn't lick his butthole, but he licked mine. Yeah. So <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, but I've never found every time I've licked a butthole, it was like right after they showered or they just got out of the hot tub or whatever. So I've never found any reminiscence of anything weird. Um, I've never licked Sam's butthole, oh. but he's a hairy, hairy man. His hair is everywhere. I actually had I've never put his balls in my mouth either because he just lets his hair grow. Oh. And so I told him that I wouldn't do it until he shaved. And he told me last weekend, he goes, babe, guess what I did? And I'm like, <laughs> what did you do? And he's like, trimmed my ball hair. Hell yeah. And I was like, ooh, except like we did so much over the weekend where it's like, this was our weekend to relax. And did we relax, Abby? No, of course Abso not. Absolutely not. We were so fucking <laughs> you busy. You own a home. <laughs> That's the biggest problem. Like, I am not kidding, Abby. Owning a home is not what it seems. Like, your entire weekends are project after project. We had to get a desk. We got this mattress. So, like, the mattress was generally used, but Tay had it in storage for, like, a year while she's building her house. Right. And so I had to clean it. Yeah. And does anyone know how to fucking clean a mattress? No. Totally fucking worth it. Best night of sleep I had last night. But so I washed it with my hand. This was all Saturday and it was like 500 fucking degrees Saturday. So I'm dripping sweat from my fucking head to my fucking vagina <laughs> and it's all over. I smell like the fucking worst thing in the world. Right. But yeah, it was like a four day fucking thing. A four day thing for a fucking mattress. I believe it. It's like... Well, this was I was supposed to be in my jam jams doing nothing. That's what I wanted to do. Can we loop back around though? I'm gonna give you an assignment. Okay. You gotta check your vagina out. Okay, well, should I paint a picture of my vagina next week? Do whatever you want. You just gotta look at it. I think it's important to like be comfortable with yourself. Well, it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like 
So I remember when I was in high school, gym class. I didn't take gym until sophomore year, I think. Sophomore or junior year. And one of the guys in our gym class told me that I had a fupa. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, it's a fat upper pussy area. And so, like, ever since then, I've just been kind of self-conscious of my Netherlands. Yeah. And I just don't want to, like, know, I guess. Like, I guess when I was, like, way, way younger, if I cut myself, I would kind of do a little sneak peek. Yeah. But I definitely do not know what my vagina looks like. Oh, I look on it, like, look at it regularly. Actually, (laughs) one of my girlfriends, she (laughs) spread eagle in her bathroom, but she's like... Abby, will you check my vagina? Yeah. And then I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Like, all vaginas look different. There's a bunch of crevices. I don't know what looks like an STD and what doesn't. So she's spread eagle, and I'm literally checking her vagina out, and I'm like, I think you're okay. Yeah. But maybe go see a doctor. Yeah. I have helped... I've I've helped a friend put her IUD in. So like what's is it Marina that you put in by yourself at home? I think so. I don't think that's considered an IUD though. No, it's not. But it's an it I mean it is an IUD, but it's not. Um, but yeah, I helped her put that in and that was fun. But I'd been friends with her since I was three. Yeah. So it is what it is. Um but yeah. I would probably look at anyone's vagina. Yeah, you know, guys really don't do that at all. Like, they don't do stuff like this. I don't think so. Why? I, like, some of the shit that's, like, I'll ask Sam questions about his friends and their relationships, and he's like, I don't fucking know. And I'm like, (laughs) why the fuck don't you guys talk about this shit? Like, what do you do when you hang out? Because I know what I do when I hang out with my girlfriends. Yeah. We show pictures of each other's, like, significant other's dicks to each other. Like... (laughs) I don't understand what what I will say when I was in high school, my boyfriend that cheated on me from a couple episodes back that we were together forever. Before I ever entered his bedroom, his friend said, avoid the red blanket. Like all of them told me that. And I was like, "Okay, there's got to be a fucking story about that. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's his that's his thing. So when he masturbates, he would masturbate onto this like red blanket on the floor. (laughs) Would you like wear red so that way he would get like horny? (laughs) No, because he was pretty like when I feel like when we're in high school, like guys didn't have to worry about Edie like what we do now that we're older. Right. Like and it's our generation, too. So like I I was like our generation has more erectile dysfunction problems than boomers. Gen. Is it Gen X? Gen Y? Gen Y. That's the generation above us. No idea. I don't either. And for whatever reason. But when we were all in high school, no one had erectile dysfunction. They all just wanted to fuck like rabbits. So I didn't have sex in high school, so I wouldn't know. But you did other things. Yeah. I mean, like, don't you feel like whenever your mom would go to work at night, you you would never sneak boys over? I didn't have to sneak them. They were allowed. So you didn't just get a daily cantalungus or anything from anyone? I mean... I, my high school boyfriend was always ready to go whenever we would initiate stuff. Oh, that does not surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and he probably did a lot of initiating. That's I what mean, I miss. It was equal. I miss high school. A good make out, finger bang. Yeah. I miss a good high school sex drive. Where, like, what? I miss that. Mine's worse now. Or higher. Yeah, I mean. same. Oh, same. <laughs> Same, one hundred percent. I mean, I know I say like I say no, but you guys don't understand. Sometimes I just have super mentally exhausting days where I just can't even handle it. But on the days that I do, I could have sex like probably six times a day. And like I know people say like the longer you go without sex, like the easier it gets. It doesn't. It doesn't get any easier. I'm always thinking about it. And like I don't know. Like I think in high school I was just like so terrified of getting pregnant and getting STDs that. I think that maybe stunted me wanting to have sex and being sexual. I don't know. Why were you so afraid of getting pregnant and having STDs? I have no clue. I feel like that wasn't even a, like, I mean, I was on birth control at a really young age. So was I. But not like, for sex. Clearly. I didn't, I think on day one, I knew like not taking my, like, I knew that if I didn't take my pills regularly, it was like the point was moot and I still didn't take my pills regularly. 
And then I was off birth control having sex for most of my life, too. All of my friends literally were just out here raw dogging in high school, getting cummed in. Mm-hmm. I literally wasn't fucking because I was just afraid. I, I think it was because I saw my mom be kind of a little bit reckless, like, after her divorce. You know, which, like, I think every woman should be. Hell yeah. yeah. Everyone go, needs a slut's campaign. Go get that dig. <laughs> like, I just... I knew I had to be responsible and I knew that I had goals and I was working and I knew what I wanted to do in life. And I knew that a kid would fuck that up. And I don't know, like the STDs, maybe like sex education worked because we're in Indiana and they probably just pushed that really hard. I have no idea, but I was like an anxious little Nelly about it. Well, that's good. That's a good way to be. I mean, no, it was too much. Was it? Yeah. I dated a guy that was like that. He would not have sex with me without without a condom at all. And then if we had a he like wanted to watch me take my birth control. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking insane. Like, dude, you work at a pizza place. I'm I just not trying to fucking have your babies. Avoided the sex altogether. Mm-hmm. So well, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> At least here you are, motherless. <laughs> or not motherless, childless. childless. She's us. Yeah, thank God. I know. So speaking of kids, our topic today is mama's boys. Mama's boys. <laughs> I just, here's the thing. I think there's like a fine line with it. Like I think it's so important for guys to like respect their moms and to love their moms. But there's like this really gray fine line in the sand that when you cross it, it just gets really fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell us your story? (laughs) Well, I have, I have a couple, (laughs) but essentially, okay. So like just a little bit of background, like I loved this person's mom. Like I do know that she meant well, she loved her kids fiercely. She's a mama bear. I actually honestly kind of saw a lot of myself in her. So that's probably why he liked me, which is kind of gross, but it was to the point where I was like, I think she's jealous of me. Because I think she, like, wants to fuck him or something. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But, um, like, so one of my favorite – I have, like, two stories, but I'll just tell the first one here. One of my favorite, like, mama's boy stories is – so speaking of being scared of getting STDs, like, I obviously get checked regularly as long as I'm having mm-hmm. different partners. I think everyone should do this. Absolutely. Like, not only for the safety of yourself, but the, of the safety of your next partners. And so I was on vacation with them. Okay. We were on, we had like an 18 hour car ride there. And so I'm going to have to have an 18 hour car ride home with these people. Okay. I'm on the balcony with my boyfriend and we're, we're not arguing. It's not a fight, but like, He's getting defensive because I'm I basically was like, it's fucking weird that you've never been STD tested. Obviously, I don't think he's like dirty with one. Like I was having sex with him, but I just was like, How have you not had an STD test? Well, his mom was in the medical field and she interrupts this what became a heated discussion. She sits down. And her son literally goes, hey, mom, Abby thinks it's weird that I've never been STD tested. What do you think? I shit you not. This woman looked me directly in the eyes and goes, have you been tested for STDs? As if that's a bad thing. Like, I felt all of the judgment. I was like, what the fuck? I said, actually, yes, I have. Not that I want to be telling my what I thought was going to be my future mother-in-law. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so then she's like, well, let's go through. Let's go through, you know, the symptoms. So she starts listing symptoms to this guy. And he kept saying, no, no, no. She's like, no, you're fine. Ignorance. (laughs) That is okay. So I've got a lot to a lot of thoughts on that. 
One, if you have a sexual partner and you end having sex with them, the proper thing to do is get a fuck. If you're a man, get a fucking STD check test and i will tell you why oh, i think both men and women well yes but men are asymptomatic to most stds right most i'm not even saying like a few most stds unless it's genital herpes or warts um asymptomatic hpv especially oh right hence why we are in the situation but i don't think you can in. get tested for hpv no, as a guy i don't think no you can you can get tested hmm. um but with that being said, either way, if you've had multiple sexual partners before, like going into a relationship, it's only the right thing to fucking do is get an STD test no matter who you are. Right. We as women are getting STD checked every year. It's not usually discounted by our insurance for the STD portion. No. But the pap smear is covered. If you're in that, like, time frame. Yeah, but the PAP doesn't actually test for STDs. It tests for three. So, if it, oh. it tests for HPV. It tests for, like, obviously your cancers and stuff. But there's two other that I can't remember that show up in a normal PAP smear. But stuff like trick, chlamydia, all that stuff, you have to have a separate panel. And then if you're getting right, real deep into it, like. It's no big deal. You just ask your doctor for it. Oh, yeah. 100%. No judgment. Who cares? And guys, you can go to the fucking any any county, any city, any state, their health department, and they probably have a discount. I think like here in Fort Wayne, it's like $55 for a full-blown STD panel for a oh, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like, that's like next to cheap because my STD panel that I had back in 2020 was like 800 bucks. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. So, um, fuck her. And two, like the audacity. I know. And, and to ask me, like, with judgment, like, have you been tested? Like, this is yeah, how I know. Yeah, bitch. This is how I can tell your previous part, that, that man's age, too, at the time. Because he knew he was getting nowhere. You were making valid points. And so he got a biased opinion to back him up. I don't know. It's just, like, and I, honestly, I kind of, like, blame, like, moms, too, a little bit. Like, I know I'm not a mom, and so I feel like mothers don't hate me because obviously love your kids fiercely. I get it. But just don't be weird. Like, I loved this guy so fucking much. Yeah, we were a little bit toxic, but, like, I had the best intentions, and you should trust that your son's picking a good partner. And so, like, why would you have me on vacation, like, if you didn't, like, like me or trust that I had, like, good intentions for your son? It's not about you. It's about him. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. It's, like, if there's a good woman, like, don't scare them off. Like, holy shit. But that's the thing. For these women, no one is good enough. So, like, when your ex, which I'm – he has not yet. So, when your ex does find a girl and settles down and makes that woman a wife, I can guarantee fucking tea the issues that you had with his mother, she is having as well. Because if you're that far gone, which anyone who's listening, please watch I Love a Mama's Boy on TLC. It's one of my favorite (laughs) fucking shows. But that's emotional incest. So, when you're that far gone, she raised – your ex-boyfriend to be the man that she wanted whether she's in a happy marriage or not these these women are raising these boys to be the partner that they wanted and so no one is ever going to be a good enough partner because for the dream man because she she's their perfect partner yes or he's more so he's he's there she's not though because she's their mom so but he's the perfect partner for her but i truly felt like that's how she felt. And it was almost like she was my only competition. Like, cause I never felt like he would like hit on other girls or like was texting anyone. Like I was never really jealous in that sense, as far as like trusting him. Like she was my only competition. <laughs> I, t- uh, yeah, I've, I've been in that situation as well. Um, so the boyfriend that I had that cheated on me a whole bunch of times in high school, the one that found the toilet paper, all that stuff, he, you know, everything happened. 
his mom had him and his brother when he was very, very, very young Mm. or when she was young. I think she was somewhere between 18 and 21. So she was young when I met him. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, Super nice at first. So, so nice. So loving. So opening. So welcoming. Um, Super cool. Uh, But then I noticed like when he and I would fight about infidelity, she like always got involved. Like all of our fights, she like would either. Would she take his side? Yeah, she would, which is really. But in her defense, how she would take her side is like, you just need to be done with him. Like, Mm. this is who he is. This is what he wants. It's time for you to move on, which is true. Like, that's fair. That is a very valid point. But in retrospect, like. He would always tell his mom our problems. And like, yeah, only tell his side of the fucking story. That's a true sign of a mama's boy is they tell their moms every detail of every part of the relationship. Yeah. And in her defense, she, all of her points are super valid. And I was not I've said this before. I was not the partner I wanted to be for him because he would make me so fucking psycho. Yeah. So like holidays, we yes. would get into huge mm-hmm. fights like and I wouldn't even fucking care who was around. I would see his phone. I would freak the fuck out and I would go on. That's how you know that that's not the person for me. I was ashamed. Right. I see why his family must have fucking hated me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like they hated me because of the fucking shit his their, their son, her son was doing to me. Right. And then we broke up for that summer. We got back together. It was so, 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 so much better. And um, his mom and I worked really well together we worked on building that relationship and stuff but it was so bad for a while there like before we broke up it was just fucking awful like but yeah there there were so many fucking stories like that of her just not and and two like my dad had a heart attack and I was my mom was at the hospital with my dad and so I had to help take care of my two younger siblings and Um, this boyfriend and I would normally hang out on Sundays, but they made the mom's birthday dinner on that Sunday. And I just was like, so worn out. And he was like, no, I told my mom I would spend the whole day with her. I'm not coming over. And I was like, dude, I like remember like fucking going off, but he made me fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I always felt like I was competing with her, but I felt like I was competing with every single woman in this man's life. Well, yeah, that's because of the cheating. Yes. Like, I didn't have that. And, like, here's the thing. Like, did I really feel – like, did I personally feel that way? No, not really. I felt like she was competing with me. Like, any advice that I would give him, she he would then have a conversation with her, and then she would, like, get upset at me for, like, recommending, oh, get a credit card and only use it for gas so that way you build up your credit. Mm-hmm. And – she shot that down because she was still monitoring all of his transactions so he wouldn't overdraft in his 20s that is that is some i love a mama's boy shit <laughs> yeah. and he will never fucking be happy wanna he will he- never be happy want to hear okay so <laughs> this is like another crazy story so do you uh, do you know the bates motel the mm-hmm. show Okay, Norman Bates Mm -hmm. and Norma. I remember a couple months into our relationship, I, like, come out of his room, like, I was doing something in there, I come out of his room, and I realized that he's, like, getting a back massage from his mom. Did he have a shirt on? He did. And so, this happened several other times where, like, she would come visit and she would be like, do you want a back massage? And so in front of you? Yes. And that then they would so just do that. And I was like, this like just makes me feel a little icky. So I talked to him and I'm like, this is fucking weird. And he argued with me. He was like, it's not weird. And I'm like, then why don't you fucking text your friends and ask them if their moms give them back massages? And he was like, no, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, because you know it's fucking weird. And I like, in this same conversation, I compared him to Norman Bates and he didn't disagree with me. 
Like, that's how bad it is. Red flag. And then, like, oh, my God. So he finally agreed to knock it. I'm like, if I'm not here and you want to get a weirdo back massage from your fucking mom, go right ahead. Just don't tell me about it. But if I'm here, don't do it. Like, this is like a line for me and you are crossing it and it's just weird. It's fucking cringy to see. Just wait. This it gets worse. Oh, he probably told his mom, didn't he? No, think I mean I don't probably, and she probably just never said anything. But we're visiting her, and his bedroom's upstairs. So the dad's in the bed, like already went to bed. The we're turning the lights off. We just finished the movie. We're walking upstairs. He's in front of me, and his mom turns like the last light off and goes, "Oh, hey." Do you want a back massage? No, she did not. And what did he, he say? He had to say no because he knew that this was like something that I would not allow anymore. And he goes, no, I'm okay. So he goes upstairs and he's huffing and puffing. He is pissed. And he looks me in the eye and goes, well, are you going to give me a fucking back massage? I said, hell no. Going to bed. He was so mad. He's like, Well, I might as well have just gotten one for my mom. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. This is this is emotional incest, and they're gonna need lots of fucking therapy. And I bet the dad is kind of aloof, right? He's probably not really very present in the picture. He's probably that, not. He is. Oh, he is? Fully. I loved him to death. So was he like the man of the house, like what he said goes or, okay, that's what I'm saying is there's just like a fine fucking line. Yeah. And don't cross it. (laughs) Are there any other weird stories? Cause I feel like that was probably just the, just the little, a little, I mean, so many, I wanted to get off birth control. So I asked him. Because, like, after how many years of being on it, I was like, I think it's fucking me up. I want to get off of it. But I, you know, I kind of feel like as my partner, I wanted to have, like, a like a serious conversation about it. Mm-hmm. He talked with his mom about it. And he came back to me and said, my mom and I think you should stay on it. No. <laughs> yeah. So I did. <laughs> okay. That we is... made the decision as a couple with his mother. <laughs> Well, I'm really thankful for the mother-in-law issues I have now because that just makes it way better because I'm so glad I did not have to deal with that. Well, my issues are not even like half as bad as that. Yeah. Um. So my issues with, with Sam's mom, I love her and I know that she loves me. Like I know that she's very grateful for me. And all the things that I've done for Sam. Right. I think that. How could she not? Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I think that I am a completely different person than who she saw for her son. Um, Sam is, we were raised completely different. And I, it's very, 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 very obvious. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you can just tell by being around him. Right. Um, Sam is super aggressive. He's got anger issues, but when his mom is involved, he's like always happy and so nice. And like, he will, he has no problem correcting anyone unless it's his mom. Mm. And it's Sam is an only child when it comes to his mom. And so like everything about him was solo. Right. And his mom was a bartender. They owned bars. Like his dad was a, a truck driver for, some alcohol company their entire lives revolved around alcohol and when I got into the picture I don't drink and that's how these people communicate and show love like right. through alcohol like gifts and stuff and that's just not my thing that's not my jam I don't even like soda I just like water and so his mom kept offering like when I met her she kept offering to buy me drinks and then she'd get a little offended when I would say no but mm. like Sam has told her like she doesn't drink and it's just not my thing. And I don't like soda. I'm just not. Yeah, so I mean, I do like soda and I drink it more now than I ever have. Thanks, Sam. So like I noticed that. But our first night 
of ever meeting her. She was so, so kind. She like really opened up to me and told me all about her life. And every time, I mean, I've never experienced nothing but kindness from her when I'm in her house. Um, but it's like when she would get drunk, she would just say mean things like mean shit. Like, do you remember me texting you when I was in Minnesota and I was stuck in Minnesota with yeah. Sam and his mom and how miserable I was because they would just it, they would tag team me and just put me down. Right. And this like is I, when Sam was drinking, though, still. Right. It was actually when he was sober the first time. Like, so the first time we went and we we visited his mom it was like the first time. So like we were still getting to know each other. And then the second time is when it was like repetitive, like, okay, so this isn't funny. This isn't just a one-time thing. Right. And then the third time, then we, that was the last time I saw her (laughs) because we got into a huge fight and I ended up kicking her out of my house. Yeah. It was really, really fucking bad though. Like that's what alcoholism will do to you though. She just is so damn mean sometimes. And like, am I, is it just that I'm sensitive? Like, but do I have to settle for this bullshit? And like, it's Sam's fucking job to put her in her place. Like she literally told yeah. me to shut the fuck up and called me a bitch. And Sam said nothing. And his excuse afterwards was, I'm sorry, my mom's a bitch. It's what he said. Yeah, I really think it's on the child of whoever's parent is overstepping a boundary to really put in place that boundary, especially like since we're like we're older, like if that's going to be your family you need to make sure it's your family. You know what I mean? Like, and I know like your parents are your family, but it's like, I'm cultivating this new relationship and you need to respect it. Abby, I told her I was going to have a Catholic wedding and you would have thought I told her I was going to murder her, her child. (laughs) Like, and I, but you feel differently now, right? Yeah. I don't know if that's the path I'm going to go. I think it just depends on how much money my parents are going to chalk up or if they are going to because you know yeah. I am kind of a spin I'm hitting spinster age so I don't know I think my dad said that if you're over the age of 25 he's not going to pay for a wedding and I'm well over that so if he doesn't pay for it there's no way in fucking hell I'm having a catholic wedding if they do want to pay for it or even pay for a portion of it I'll have a catholic wedding because yeah. like that's what I envisioned my entire life we're gonna you know instill some catholic beliefs on our children like all of these things but only if they pay for it right is where i'm at right now and i think they're not gonna like that either so but i'm not gonna fucking shell out you know how much it is to have we talked about this i think on the last episode it's like 20 grand yeah i don't want a wedding (laughs) courthouse baby (laughs) she was like why would you get married in a church when you can get married outside what like it was never even an option for me i mean i feel that i don't my take is Unless someone else is paying for it, they don't get a say. Yep. And who comes, how you do it, where it's at, what you're doing, all of the above. Nope. Who it's who you're getting married to? Like Yeah. No, I you and I, I completely agree. And I was so nice. Like I you know me, I'm a recovering people pleaser. So when all of this was going down, I wasn't recovering. I was still a fucking people pleaser. Yeah. This was the beginning to my recovery. Well, I think sometimes people just like have to like push you over the edge, honestly. And I mean, it's probably a little bit of why she felt like she could talk to you that way is because you were allowing it, which I'm not blaming you for that. But when people feel like they need to take back their power because you're taking their little boy, they're going to push your boundaries. And I don't think that she like... Like I said, I have no doubt in my mind that this woman has, like, some sort of love for me or gratefulness for me because I do, too. Like, this woman raised the man of my dreams. This woman is a large reason as to why this man does all the things that I want him to do. Like, (laughs) this woman has so many portrayals as to the things that I I am grateful for. I am so, so grateful for his mother. However, with that being said... I'm just really glad that she lives several states away. And when I did kick her out, it wasn't 100% on her. A lot of it was just because the stressors. I had enough. And the person... It's your house. You're allowed to say you can't stay here anymore if you're going to treat me this way. Well, it wasn't that. It was like I needed a partner. And I didn't have a partner. Right. I had a little boy. All in all, 
we need to have boundaries with these mama's boys. But if you can avoid dating a mama's boy, I highly recommend it. And you will find tips on how to avoid them if you watch I Love a Mama's Boy on fucking DLC, man. <laughs> so, Abby, it's that time of the episode. Oh, story. <laughs> so what do you got this week? Yeah. So, um, okay. So... <laughs> This story has been on like my list of stories that I've wanted to tell for the Ob story. And there's been some some stuff that's happened. I'll get to it. But that's why I want to tell it today because, you know, I tell the listeners literally every fucking everything. So there are no secrets here. Yep. Okay. So just a little bit of a backstory. There was this guy at the lake when I was in my younger 20s that I would – like, he was, like, my best friend at the lake, and we would secretly, which I don't know why, like, we kept it a secret. It's just, I don't know, I was young and stupid and immature, but we would, like, fool around. I loved getting finger banged by this guy making out. Like, he was my best friend, but I loved getting finger banged, and um, he ended up, like, really liking me, okay? I personally was, however, in a very unhealthy state of mind. I now know that the feelings that I felt for him, I really did like him. But at the time, I did I would hide it. I would be like, no, we're just friends. Okay. So that's just the backstory. So anywho, um, I did the readings in his brother's wedding. So I was placed at the table with all of the wives of all of the guys in the wedding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy that liked me was the best man because mm-hmm. they're brothers. Okay. So um, also a side note, his brother and sister both found their significant others at the lake. So I'm sitting at this table introducing myself to all of these wives because I've never met them. And I'm like, hi, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Abby. So I've repeated my name like five times. Okay. Right after this, best man speech happens. Okay. I, I still don't – I don't think this was planned. I don't think he went around to people to say, like, do this. Like, you'll figure it out in a second. But it was just, like, such perfect timing that I'm like, hi, I'm Abby. Best man speech. He goes, yeah, if history repeats itself, I'll also find my significant other at the lake. Literally, at least 20 people had to have gone – Abby. <laughs> and the girl sitting next to me looks at me and goes, is that you? Are you the, the Abby? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> My dad comes af- up to me afterwards like, what's that about? I go, I don't know. You'll have to ask him. <laughs> so that just like, it just is so funny because like it couldn't have been per- like more perfect timing. Um, and multiple people did it. I'm like, okay, clearly what I thought was a secret isn't a secret. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great moment, though. I wish that there was someone there that could have recorded it. Oh, my God. Great something for, like, a moment for cinema. Hilarious. Oh, uh, well. Oh, yeah. Then. So, okay. So now, fast forward. Like, I didn't go to the lake for two years. COVID, you know, happened. Stupid stepmom drama. Like. <laughs> And now I'm going back up. I'm seeing this guy and like I've healed myself personally. And so I'm like, you know, looking back on all of the stuff that's happened between us. And it's like, damn, like I liked him so much and I just couldn't admit it to myself because he was a good person. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, he wasn't treating me like shit. What's this? I don't like you. Bye. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no red flags. So, like, you're too blind. Yes. He was too good. We probably would have been married legitimately. And then that speech would have came true if I, you know, didn't have all these fucking daddy issues. <laughs> but here I am, a healed person. I'm seeing him again. You know, I, like, and he... He was, like, my best friend at the lake, so it's, like, I don't know. I always just, like, want to be around him. Like, I like being by him. Mm -hmm. And so I started feeling that way again. And so I'm, like, I've literally – 
I think everyone knows. I don't text people first. I don't try to like pursue people first. That is not my MO. But literally for like the first time ever, I'm like trying so hard with this person. And I finally admitted to them that I'm interested in them. Never done this before. Literally like me admitting that I have feelings for someone. Say what? And it crashed and burned. Oh, no. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, I don't know if I've changed as a person and he just doesn't like that anymore or if I've hurt him too much in the past or, you know, if he just wasn't as serious back in the day as I thought he was. But, yeah, that's that's a no-go. I wish we could, like, see into what these men were thinking or like because there's so many other opportunity like other explanations as to why he could be talking to someone else or he's very single um we, well, we both are always very single uh i don't understand that then i i mean a lot's happened like i said before so i don't know maybe he's trying to be logical but in my mind like i don't know like in my opinion like, what's the saying? Like, if you love something, let it go. And if it comes back, it was always yours. Like, yeah. Like, why is he not more, like, poetic? Like, come on, bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, Dating is hard. I don't know how you do it. I think of it and how, how like, much effort you have to put into it. And I... I God. haven't been, like, I, the only effort I, over the last, like, several weeks I've been putting into this person. <laughs> so... Now I have a lot of more energy, you know, putting elsewhere into this pod. Yes, literally. That's like the only thing. Tinder lookout. Abby's active again. (laughs) I guess I got to hop back on. Well, that is all we have for you guys today. You guys can find us on social media, which Abby's going to drop those tags for you. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at the Ope Girls pod. Uh, We are officially doing the pictures for the merch. So, you know, look out for that for the giveaway. You can follow me at Abby McCarville. Guys, let's just pretend I don't exist. (laughs) Oh.